This program is brought to you by ABBA Claims Consultants. Chess is the owner and a licensed public adjuster and appraiser. You can find more information about ABBA Claims by visiting www.abbaclaims.com. That's www.abbaclaims.com. Chess Bostic has spent the last 23 years as an insurance adjuster. His mantra has always been by putting God first, being in a state of appreciation, and leading by example, everyone around him grows. In this show, Chess will share his journey and conduct dynamic interviews with entrepreneurs about their passions and what makes them tick. Welcome to First Things First with Chess Bostic. Hey everybody, welcome to First Things First. You're here, my friends, because you believe that you are the most important person in your life. You're interested in putting yourself first and getting better. It's our goal with this show to introduce you to the movers and shakers out there, entrepreneurs that are kicking butt and taking names, all the folks that truly motivate us. But there's one catch. We're not going to be talking too much about the hardworking, clean living stuff, no pain, no gain. Times are changing. We're going to hear about the behind-the-scenes stuff. I'm going to encourage our guests to speak from the heart, share their inside stories about themselves, and really reveal what makes them tick. All right, today's guests are a husband and wife team. Both are entrepreneurs running a very successful company called RKG Restoration in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. More importantly, they are touching lives. Welcome. This is Robbie and Kimba Garcia. Thank you so much for having us, Chess. Sure, We're excited to be here. I'm excited. I'm nervous. This is the first time through this. I mean, this is my first time on a podcast <laughs> ever, I believe. Yeah, it's, it's going to well, be Well, I'll fun. get through it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Hey, I wanted to ask you, you guys are doing a great job, and what you're doing with RKG Construction Restoration is really impressive. Tell us about, tell us about your company a little bit. Well, we have a we have three different sites. We have uh, RKG Restorations, where we do our fire and flood claims. Uh, we have RKG Roofing and Construction, where we do roof sales. You know, we, everybody loves roofs. And then we have RKG Renovations, where we have our uh, construction side. You know, where we do our full remodels. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Let me ask you a question. Going way back, starting back, what were you doing before you ever got into the construction business? What were you doing? Let's start with you. What were you doing? So I was a cosmetologist for 10 years. I was actually a hairstylist. I specialed in color. What I was able to bring over that a little bit, um, I did a lot of marketing, a lot of social media marketing, and Mm -hmm. I was still responsible for creating my own client base and building my own brand and my own name doing that. Um, So that's what I did before RKG. So you've always been an entrepreneur. How about you, Robin? Uh, I've always been in construction my whole life. Uh, You know, my dad built houses, my uncles were contractors, um, you know, swinging a hammer, you know, working in the field. It's just something that I've always done, and it's always been a passion. You know, I, I, I like working with my hands. Um, before this, I was in a little different uh, construction at the, my, my uh, previous job. I was in uh, outdoor advertising. I did a lot of billboard construction, a lot of hanging off skyscrapers, hanging on these ads that you see in Dallas on the side of the buildings. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was pretty fun. I did that, but... I was always gone. I was always traveling. Um, you know, I was home in DFW for maybe two months out of the year. Wow! And so you. Know, so you're you, from here. Yeah, I'm from here. Um, so that's kind of uh, it's kind of why we decided to start RKG, so I wouldn't have to travel and I could be at home with my family every night. Well, that kind of leads into the next question I was going to ask you. There's Dallas Fort Worth is so inundated with construction companies and roofing companies, especially. Um, 
the old adage is if a little storm comes through here and 24 hours later, if you've got a pickup and a truck, you can be a roofing company. So, you can. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you yeah. guys, you're, you're, what you're doing is really impressive. What made you decide to get into the roofing business? You want me to go or are you going? You can go. <laughs> Uh, well, like Robbie said, we really didn't like our family being separated. Yeah. We didn't like him having to be on the road. And he has a natural passion and talent for for construction. So at the point in time, I made – I was a successful hairstylist. I was doing well with what I was doing. And we really started initially with a pretty small vision of like, hey, mm-hmm. let's just book a couple jobs a week, do the work mm-hmm. ourselves, and he doesn't have to travel out of town. It keeps our family home. Right. Um, we ended up going all in because that's who we are as people once we kind of got the ball rolling. But it initially, RKG initially started so our family could just be under the same roof at night. Right. Tell me, I read something about you. Tell me the story about you being a hairstylist. Or I'm looking at it from the entrepreneur standpoint. Mm-hmm. What's the story about you saving your tax return money? What's all that about? Do you know what I'm talking about? To open my first salon? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I was a, I've been a single, I was a single mom, um, from 18 to about 25, 26. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I did is I just saved those tax returns that you get, you know, those four mm-hmm. or $5,000 tax returns. And I did that for a couple of years and I just put that money back. So when I was 21 years old, I actually had between 20 and $25,000, probably my, my, it's been some years now, but at the time, um, and I took that and invested that into my own salon. So I opened my first salon when I was 21 and, um, that's where my entrepreneur journey really began. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Tell me your construction business now, what roles do you play? Cause in our, in, our, in my business, I have a claims, um, Autumn, my wife, she plays a different role than I do. And yeah. we've learned over the years, especially in the last few years, it's not really good to have somebody doing something they don't like. Okay. Right. <laughs> I've been uh, an insurance adjuster for 23 years and there's a lot about that I really don't like. Mm-hmm. And we make a big effort to make sure people are doing what they're good at. Right. If we ask somebody to do something and they're not, they don't enjoy it, they're not going to be good for very long. They can fake it for a little bit, but mm-hmm. then it starts showing up. So, her side of the business is the admin stuff, and the, she loves the numbers and she, the accounting and all that. She's great with that. And then I do my part. I I argue the files, and I and you know I, I I do I do that type of thing. So I I handle the outside stuff. Part of the, what roles do you two bring, Robbie? What do you bring? What what part do you excel at in your business? I would definitely say I, I, I handle the outside outside of the office, um, you know, and then. Make sure production is where it needs to be. Make sure the guys run efficiently, overlooking, you know, management on that side, uh, you know, helping our sales team in the field. Uh, pretty much everything outside of the field, even though you will catch me in the office, I don't like to be in the office. I like to, yeah. I like to be in the field. I, you know, that's what I like to do. Yeah. Um, I also do uh, my own sales still. I, I love doing sales. I probably don't think I'll ever stop doing sales. I mean, it's just a huge passion of mine that I love doing. And so, the same way. You know, that's always going to be something that I do, and, and you know, I'll let her explain everything oh, she does. What do you like? What do you do? Well, I really jumped on board um, with RKG. We really just had the field going, and what we mm-hmm. were doing is we were working as a subcontractor under other GCs. Oh. We didn't – we initially started out as the labor part, which is different than a lot of roofing companies because mm-hmm. a lot of roofing companies start off as sales and then mm-hmm. sub out their roofs, right? So right. we kind of – we kind of switched that around, and we still do have in-house crews to this day, which we are proud of. But what I did is I saw another GC taken off that 
chunk of the profit. And then we were kind of left with those peanuts to get the job done and, and survive and all those things. So I jumped on board um, with the notion knowing that I was really good at social media marketing mm-hmm. and that I was going to build a brand and I was going to start bringing brand awareness to this. And we were going to start um, doing our own jobs. So now, even to this day, I'm over marketing, recruiting. I train our sales team. In the office, I, I oversee office manager manager stuff. But my real passion, what I really like to do, is spread the name and the word of RKG, how we help people, what we do, what we bring to the table, and then to be able to teach my team to do the same. Right. Well, let's do this. Let's play a little game. Let's let's talk about each other. In other words, you talk about her and you talk about him. Okay. Uh, what yeah. makes you guys great owners? What 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 do you think? If we had one of your employees or some of your employees in the room here, what would they say about him? They would say that he leads by example. He wakes up early every morning, and he does whatever it takes to get the job done. He is a very motivated person. Once Robbie makes his mind up that he's going to do something, he does it. And I think that he sets that tone throughout our culture, and that that's what everybody – everybody likes to work for Robbie because they respect Robbie. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's, 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 that's nice. What about, what about Kimba? Man, I would say she definitely uh, drives the energy throughout the office and the team to make sure that that culture and that vibe, you know, flows with the brand that, you know, that she stands so hard behind. We both do. But, you know, again, she talked about branding. She did that. I I, I had no part of that. You know, I would just make sure the brand in the face of the world, you know, I carried around. Gave me something to brand. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's the quality. I would would would, yeah, I would just. It, it's kind of great because it was really made us a good team as, you know, she'll shake it up and think it, you know, and toss it to me. Right. And then I can go out there and really implement it and put it in. So, you know, she's the thinker, I'm the doer, and it really mm-hmm. makes for, for I, greatness. Yeah, that makes sense. That, that, that happens a lot in my business as well. Um, tell me, you, you mentioned the energy and the positive energy and stuff that you guys try to promote around, around your uh, business. What... Um, what do you do? What do you guys do in the mornings? What do you guys do to start off your day right? What do you do to get your mind in the right spot? Because I can tell you one thing. Um, we use the word shit pot at our house a lot because <laughs> if you start out the day bad, you're not going to have a very good day. I mean, you get up and you wake up in the morning and you start thinking about the daily grind and the and the things that you've got to do all day long. And, and it, it can it can snowball quick. And you, you, you make you feel like you woke up with a punch to the nose. Boy, it does. <laughs> and so yes. how do you guys handle all that? What do you what do you do? I mean, first thing we do in the morning is we go to the gym. Um mm-hmm. You know, we, we try to be at the gym at 5.30. We got to leave the gym at 6.45 to make it to the house by 7 to get our little rugrats off to school. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, you know, first thing, you know, that's the first thing that we do in the morning. I, I think when we don't do that is when we have our off days. You know, mm-hmm. that's what throws us off if we oversleep and don't make mm-hmm. it to the gym. That's so, kind of meditation for you, right? Yeah, I guess so. That that's is his. Um, we, we actually got to that point where we were, like, too busy to go to the gym for, mm-hmm. for a while. And we reprioritize that right back into our schedule because I quickly notice, especially for Robbie, that is that is his meditation. That's right. his version of it. That's how he gets himself right in the mornings. Um, I, on top of that, I'm a big reader. And, and now that I don't have the time that I like to all the time to pull out a real book, I'm thankful for audio. I can kind of yeah, do that I'll at do the that. gym, in the car, whatever. But I definitely try to get in a couple books a month. And then um, but one of my biggest things recently has just been to connect with other entrepreneurs. I run a group on Facebook of entrepreneurs now. And just to surround myself with like-minded people who understand the struggle, who know the ups and downs, mm-hmm. to have a community where we're not judging each other for our 
our ups and downs, but kind of navigating through that, using our experience to help somebody else navigate around that learning curve. And that's been really soul soothing for me personally mm-hmm. lately is to have to have that community around well, me. That, that made me think of something. I, I've got a mentor in, yeah. in my in my career. Uh, my good buddy George uh, from Naples, Florida, and he's invaluable. I mean, someone that he's been willing to just open up the doors and pretty much provide to me anything that I needed over the years. Who 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 yeah. do y'all look up to? Who who's your mentors? I th- I think that over time that that we've built up a few. Um, you know, we have really great relationships with our suppliers. There are other roofing company owners. We actually our supplier ABC just took us to Cabo. Where was it last week we were there? Uh, Last week of January. The last week of January. So we actually, there was a trip of like 300 people. It was a huge trip, but they were all business owners. Mm -hmm. And just getting to spend that extra time having those conversations and stuff. Um, But we we recently hired a coach as well. Um, So Smash, uh, John Paramore, and Katie Martin are our coaches that we've been working with since the beginning of January. So we're able to bounce a lot of things off of them now. So that's a good tool to have. Um, in our back corner. Good, good. Mm-hmm. What about what about you, Robbie? Who do you look up? Who would be your? I mean, who's your go-to guy if you? My yeah. my my go-to guy if I need something. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that would really be my mentor. It'd be one of my managers, Billy. You know, if mm-hmm. I have something in the field, you know, that's the yeah. guy that I go to. Yeah. Um, you know, really toss some things off of. But you know, along the way. I have looked at other other people that I've actually become pretty good friends with that have, you know, successful roofing companies, and it's great that, you know, I can mm-hmm. talk to them about, I mean, it's business. Obviously, we're right. still within the first five years, so, you know, growth yeah. is growth mm-hmm. has been crazy, and it's great to uh, talk to these other people and, you know, know that they were in the exact spot that we were mm-hmm. at the time that we yeah. are in the yeah, years that we're into cool. it. And now they run, you know, some of them have anywhere from a twenty to a ninety million dollar a year company. I mean, we yeah. were on the trip with this with this guy in Cabo, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, you're you're uh, you're you're four. four. I was at seven million, uh, you know." And then yeah, I forget what year he's on now, but he's like, 20. I just did, yeah, he's year twenty. He's like, and I just did ninety two million. He's like, and you know, the bad thing was is I only got twenty percent profit margins of that. And, More like that's okay. And I'm thinking yeah. to myself, I'm like, well, you know, if I'm if I'm yeah. talking like that at year twenty, I'm in a good place. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. let's just keep on keep pushing. the growth so, trajectory forward. You know, I, I would definitely just say, you know, the mentors definitely be the uh, veterans in the industry that you know yeah. definitely made something of themselves. And like I said. It, just been good friends. And, you know. Yeah. Well, he said ninety million dollars. You start doing the math right quick, right? Yeah, that's pretty I, I, good. I'm like, I mean, we're like twenty percent of ninety-two million is okay. Eighteen million yeah. at least that mm-hmm. he just, you know, yeah, that's okay. I, a year. I think, I think, uh, I think that's a good, that's a good <laughs> goal to have. Yeah. Well, on the opposite side of that, what uh, what are some of the mistakes? Well, let's do two oh, things now since you've been on this trip and talking to a lot of people. What are some of the mistakes that you guys have made in your career, uh, and what did you kind of what did you learn from? I mean, dude, definitely, definitely check work before you just, mm-hmm. you know, go on to the next phase. Uh, you know, I've definitely, I've done some framing that the walls have been off and I put the, didn't notice till the drywall goes on and I'm looking, I'm like, <laughs> oh, we got to tear all that drywall off and, you know, just redo that wall. And I, I, you know, we do it all the time because that's, you know, the type of, we got it, we are, we back our quality. So no matter what, if we mess it up, we're accountable and we'll always fix it. Um, that's, you know, been, been some of the mistakes and, you know, some other mistakes are 
you know, doing jobs while while people are living in the home, while we're mm-hmm. taking over the home. So you we were talking to your we daughter learned, about yeah, that. We were talking oh, to yeah. we, when we do a whole house renovation where we take somebody's kitchen and their bathrooms, we can no longer confine them to three bedrooms of the house where we take <laughs> all their main space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be, you know, a requirement again. You know, if we're doing their whole house, it's going to be a requirement that we ask the homeowner to, to move out yeah. because it's a lot of stress on not only them, it puts more stress on the job and it yeah. can really, you know, drag things out. I mean, where we could go on forever with, you know, small mistakes, right. but, you know, they happen. But the good thing is, is, Throughout the way, we have learned from our mistakes. We've been accountable. We've stood up to everything that, you know, we, we, we stand for. And that's really what matters, that we back the quality of our work. All right, good, good. Tell me about the future. What do you guys want to uh, – I know you want to build a great business. What do you guys want to be doing in 20 years? What are your what are your goals? If, if, if money wasn't a factor mm-hmm. and you had all the choices in the world, what would you want to be doing? I'd want to be surfing behind my boat. There you go. <laughs> That's cool. Surfing behind his back. I think that our our vision for 20 years is to open multiple different markets. We have a couple different states yeah. on you know on our on our vision plan moving forward to be able to build up leaders within our mm-hmm. our culture and our organization so that we can make that insp- expansion in house right. is is important to me. That is one of, if I can backtrack just a hair, one of the mistakes that I would say that I have made is in recruiting. It's mm-hmm. hard to find people that want to sell roofs and get out. I mean, you're basically building a business within a business. So right. you have to call people that I call, you have to find people that I call intrapreneurs. They want to build a business mm-hmm. within my business right. and really, and really carry that brand. And that's not an easy thing to find. So I was, I was kind of hiring people a little too easy. You know, I was mm-hmm. letting people in the club that didn't belong in the club. Now I call it the shark tank. Like you gotta right. be, a, you can't have goldfish in the shark tank, right? right. You have to have right. people that are here and motivated and that, uh, that have a like-minded vision. Um, so now that's something I'm really focused on. I'm focused on picking the right people, recruiting the right people, and then pouring my soul into their success because I know that their success will be our success. And I want to be able to replicate what we've built in Dallas Fort Worth. And take that and have, um, you know, other sales managers and people that mm-hmm. we've built up within our company. Just duplicate that and over and be able to over, duplicate right? it, yeah. Yeah, that's good. What about the culture? Because I know that's that's really important. These Sales is totally different now than it used to be, okay? I'm sure. Now it's, it's all about helping people, really. Yes. It's about helping people. It's yes. about giving free information. And that's a big reason why we're doing this Absolutely. Uh, show. So um, it, it, the, the, the culture that you're talking about is... Finding people that think like you do and that, yeah. that believe in or at least can learn what what your goals are and what you want to do with your life. It's not all about going out. I mean, we do a lot of pro bono work, and mm-hmm. there's times you just have to help someone. So uh, what do you talk and what are you looking for in someone? With what type of culture are you really trying to grow? Do you want to answer that? You want me to answer that? <laughs> I'll let you answer that since okay. you do the I'm- recruiting. I'm really looking for people that build genuine relationships. I believe, and, and I know that that sounds so, genuine relationships, Campbell, what up? Okay. But it's a real art, and it's a real it's a real place that you have to bring your own heart to, to stop looking at people as a dollar sign or what commission amount you're going to make on this job and start just solving their problems. Because we had, you know, we, Robbie ended up, helping out a guy with his house. It wasn't a big job. It wasn't a big roof. We didn't make a lot of money on it. The referral we got off that guy was a different story, you know? And so to be able to find people 
that can think like that and be able to mold mm-hmm. themselves like that about, hey, I know that if I just get out there and we do really good work and we solve people's problems, because that's what we're doing in insurance. That's what you do. Right. Yeah, that's exactly what you do. Right. So when we get in there and we solve people's problems, we're able to build real relationships that make business funner. It makes yeah. business more more pleasurable, more mm-hmm. interesting, um, and you're able to not wake up with that fist in your nose every morning because mm-hmm. you're a little bit more passionate about what you're getting up and doing right. every day. You're looking... I know it's similar. We're looking for people that are authentic and really, yes. because if yes. they're really after the chase and the dollar and they're not really wanting to help someone, that'll show up pretty quick. Definitely. We definitely want to find people that, you know, just are quality, just quality human being, you know, that, yeah. you know, does what they say, you know, does good. They live a quality life, you know, they, they don't have that immaturity and, you know, stuff going on in their life. They have nothing but positivity. And ethics. Yeah. yeah. Positivity. They're ready to do something. Yeah. You know, they're right. at a place in their life where it's like, hey, I want to do something. I want to make a little bit of a difference. I want to make a splash in this world. And then right. it's like, hey, come join our team and let's do that together. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's great. Hey, the time is passing by pretty quick. It's passing quicker than I thought it would. Uh, we're going <laughs> to do a little segment here on this uh, show where we've got a couple questions. Actually, people have submitted some questions. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, for this. So. <laughs> Uh, as far as one that they've submitted for us, I want to. They want to ask. It says, "Will claiming hail damage to my home increase my insurance?" I think they're talking about their premiums. They are, yeah. And yeah, Take so it away, Robbie. well, <laughs> as far as we're concerned, from the claim standpoint, and and I tell people, call your agent, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but storm damage claims will not uh, increase your premiums. That, that's correct. They uh, raise the whole zip codes. Exactly. Correct. They're going to do it on a regional basis, and people are worried about filing claims when you uh, when you have a hailstorm or a tornado or something like that. Will absolutely not affect your premiums. But what does affect your premiums? If the little kid leaves the bathtub running and it overflows, or you're gone on a vacation and come back three days later and the Supply line below the Flood sink is flooded. Correct. Now you have a couple of water claims in a in a in a year's time. You're going to get a nasty letter from your uh, insurance company. They're going to tell you we're done. We're going to cancel yeah, your policy. Careful. So right. yeah, that's 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 the uh, that's the answer to that. But call your agent to make sure you're going to get the lowdown from them. I like now, to explain it to people like you weren't driving your your house down the street mm-hmm. and then you hit the hail. You know, mm-hmm. it just the hail hit you. So in that act of God occurrence or whatever, it does not raise your rate for your individual claim. Like Robbie was saying, what they will do is if you live in a storm-affected zip code, raise that whole zip code's premium. Yeah, they do. exactly right. Now there's one for you guys. It says, uh, we have someone that would like to speak with you about a kitchen renovation. How would they get in touch with you guys? Who do they call? What's your website address? So you can call 817-320-1217. That's going to ring your office. It's going to have a couple mm-hmm. options on there. Uh, just just follow the option that fits you fits you best. Uh, you can meet us at our website. Uh, the short version is www.rkgllc.net or rkgroofingandconstruction.com, which will lead you to the rest of our pages. And what's our Facebook is? Um, RKG Roofing Renovations and Restorations. But if you just type in um, facebook.com slash RKG LLC, it'll pull us right on it. So, yeah, just search yeah. for RKG. It makes it pretty simple. Yes, yes. And that's the thing. If you look up RKG, I mean, if you just Google us, you'll find all of our, all right. of this stuff. That's yeah. Right. Well, I appreciate you guys being on the show. It's yes, been, it's been, you. it's been fun. Thank yeah, you for coming. This is our first shot. So we're, we're going to get it better. It was perfect. It was awesome. Yeah. Yes, great studio. Thank you yeah, very much. It's a great place. 
Well, we all know that life is a series of ups and downs, and we're all learning how to navigate through that. We're all on the road to figure out who we are and who we're meant to be and what we're supposed to do to make this world a better place. I know one thing, that if you put God first and you put yourself first, you take good care of yourself, then everyone around you gets better. So if you haven't already, if you would, go to our uh, YouTube page channel and subscribe, and also go to our Facebook page and uh, follow our show. But until next time, hey, don't talk, just lead by example.